All right, podcast here. You're listening, right? It's Howard Stern here. And I got to tell you, I mean, Robin, I'm not really into podcasts. Well, that's like all those people who used to be on cable access. Yeah. They thought they were They were on TV. <laughs> they would pay a company to put my TV. Hey, look, I'm on TV. No, you're not on TV. I mean, yeah, you're on TV, but nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> but Trenton Waves, it's not a podcast. This is a friggin' experience. Frank and Christina Sasso are the best. The best thing since Transcendental Meditation. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready? It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitudes. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. I tell you what I miss. Here's what I miss. What do you miss? The old-fashioned times and days. <laughs> on election day, you go and vote, and the next day, you find out who won what you voted for. <laughs> no. And that's it. This doesn't go on for months and months and months. We're back. I never thought, I've never experienced this in my life. Podcast here. I hope you're entertained, because uh, we have, yeah, no, we're not done yet. We're still not done yet, at least not to January 24th. We have a runoff now. Okay, well, at least know. we have four elected officials now in our wards. Well, they got sworn in, so I'm that I'm just believing that, and I'm moving forward. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. I don't, you know what? I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> so now I'm just looking to the January. 29th. What do you mean you don't? Care? I don't care. No, no, and meaning- listen, Annette, hang on a minute. People are gonna <laughs> under, try and understand. We, we have you like uh, locked up in a glass box or something. Oh yeah. She's on the phone today. Just hang on a minute, Annette. I don't care. Half a person voted. I don't care Half at this person. point. I've had it. I'm exhausted. No, I know. I, I just want it to be settled. So in <sighs> my head, it's settled. I'm looking forward to the 24th to have it all settled so we Mm -hmm. can get on with the business of the city and how it's going to be wonderful and bright in the future. Exactly. Speaking of in our heads, Miss Latigue sort of is joining us today, but she's joining us via telephone. I don't like it. I'd rather her be here in person. I kind of like this, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. I'm sorry. I heard Um, that. I can hear you. Hi, Annette. (laughs) So uh, here with us today... Mm-hmm. Yet again, because we did have Ty Terry Lewis on a couple of weeks ago to introduce the runoff election series. Right. Because Ty's running for... Because she didn't make it in the large. deadline to before the election. And so she was the first one. She made like, it to the runoff. She called us up. So that's why we're doing... We're offering that to everybody again. Yeah, everybody in the runoff election. They want to say a little bit more Correct. or add to what they were able to say before. So sort of here to help us with that, mm-hmm. again, is, you know, you love her, this former badass Westwood Councilwoman, Annette Latigue. Hello, Annette. Hey, Annette. Hi, Frank. Hi, Christina. Oh, like Hello, Jesse. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's oh, being so quiet. Yeah, she's she's still, like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And let me tell you, she said she wasn't feeling great. She sounds fine. She sounds <laughs> totally fine. I know what it was. She didn't want to drive in the dark and, and the in the rain. rain. Right. No, that's no, what it is. No. No, that's easy enough. I no. could fix that. Well, we can't have any badass belly aches in the studio. No, uh, but it does no. sound like you're sitting right here among us. Yes. Okay, let's get started. There's a runoff in the city. It's for the at-large candidates. We have Miss Jossie Edwards here again with us. Hello, Jossie. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. You feeling good? You pumped? You ready to go? I'm good. Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, Happy, that's right. New, Happy New, New, Year. New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, I'm so sorry. You have up to 10 minutes on the clock to tell us what you need us to know. You can start now. 
Hi, my name is Jossie Edwards. I'm a candidate for Trenton City Council at large, and I am in the runoff. First, I want to just explain a couple of things for those that may not be caught up yet, starting back from November 8th, the fiasco with the election results and things, the machines going down, caused a domino effect. The three of us were actually certified, and I was one of the three candidates that was certified. However, three of the other candidates had taken it to court because of doubt in the election process and things, and had won a runoff decision. So here we are down to six candidates from nine, and I'm happy to be amongst the crew. So I just want to just say that, start off from there, but a little bit about myself, born and raised in the city of Trenton for those that did not catch the first podcast that I was on. I am a mother of two. Both of them do attend Trenton Public Schools, ninth grade and third grade. And we are very excited for what is to come with the new year, being in the main campus at Trenton High. I am a senior constituent services representative for the Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman. And I'm also a city activist. I've been in the trenches for the past 10 years doing Doing voter registration, community cleanups, feeding the homeless and other people at need, doing coat drives, clothes drives, toy drives, you name it, we did it. And our focus is the youth and giving them something to do to engage in the community, to set examples of what people, what we feel like people should be doing, which is looking out for their neighbors, cleaning up their neighborhood and organizing events in their neighborhood for each other um, to support each other and the kids in the community. And doing all of that and advocating for these different socioeconomic issues throughout the years, advocating to legislators from federal all the way down to municipal, I've decided to throw my hat in the race. Fast forwarding, I am now a candidate. I'm very excited. Uh, This past year in 2022 was amazing. We met a lot of people. We knocked on thousands of doors. We talked to at least a couple thousand people throughout the year. And their main concerns were public safety, the roads. They were talking about downtown, how there's not too many things going on in the city. The leadership has been failing us. You know, a lot of people had different opinions on that, but mainly that they were looking forward to a new council to come in and make things right again, to work with the mayor, to represent the community. So it was just really exciting to to talk to a lot of people about the issues that were affecting their immediate neighborhoods uh, as far as parks, cleaning up the parks or making something of the parks that are in their areas that could be a little under-maintained or under-equipped as well, because we do have parks that don't have playgrounds around the city. But I do know the city is making strides towards that and they have uh, developed or redeveloped many of the parks and basketball courts in the city. So we saw a lot of that as well and a lot of excitement expressed for that. So there are a lot of positive things that were discussed throughout the year when we were on the campaign, but there were a lot of discrepancies with the city and not just with city council, but the administration as well with the police department, with city hall, you know, there were bits and things. So not all of the blame is on city council. There are people that hold the administration 
administration accountable for some things too and understandably because that's part of the reason why I'm running as well it's not just city council it, uh, the administration can do better I do love and appreciate the mayor thank you Mayor Reed Gutierrez for endorsing myself and and Yasmin Ellie Gonzalez and Crystal Feliciano because the three of us have decided to you know work together to get to this finish line again um, because we understand the need for unity he came to our campaign headquarters grand opening and had endorsed us and he made note that he's not looking for a rubber stamp that says to me that he knows his administration is not flawless so there is work to be done on both sides and there's work to be done with the people so accountability needs to be had on all of our parts and that was well understood along the campaign trail as well so there were just some great 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 conversations and I'm looking forward to this runoff you know it was a little disappointing I had to admit that we were certified and then now there's a runoff naturally so but I don't dispute the decision made by the judge I'm here to just run my race we actually suspected a runoff from the beginning because there were nine candidates it was impossible for any one of us to get 50 percent plus one that's what I always stood by I mean and things happened that way anyway so we were prepared for it it sucks it's in the winter time for us Trentonians because this is the first time where we've had this happen So this is something that, you know, is just uncharted waters for all of us, candidates and residents alike. So getting out there and letting people know that there is another runoff, (laughs) the second one from the election. Sorry, guys, that we couldn't get this done all at the same time. But there will be improvements in the future. So that's something that we do plan on making sure that our elections going forward run flawlessly. I definitely, definitely miss the elections where we found out that same day (laughs) what the results were. We all missed that. So that's definitely a lot of room for improvement there with the Board of Elections. So I'm interested in, in seeing what's to come in the future. But I just want to thank everyone that supported me that first round. All 2,702 people that voted for me, thank you so, so, so much for your support. Every single person that donated to my campaign that believes in me, I appreciate you. And thank you so much to my team as well. I had to do all these shameless plugs. <laughs> thank you to my team, the side faxes, my my mom, Jill Woolford, Minister Woolford, she has stepped up in so many ways beyond what I expected of her. And I appreciate her more than everyone else. Um, I had to say that. And my daughters and my father, too, because they were equally a part of this campaign just as much as anyone else was uh, out there walking the beat with me, knocking on doors with me. My nine-year-old had her own script. I just wanted to put that out there. Like, this is a family thing, and we are doing this for the betterment of the city, and I just hope that I have your continued support in this runoff election on January 24th. Nice. That was nice, clean delivery. Thank you. Hey, Ned, what did you think of that? I think she did an excellent job in, yeah. you know, sharing who she is and what she's done and, and why she's running. Better than the first important. time? I think it's equally, you know, on the table because she shared some phenomenal things the first time around and she's coming back in for the second round and obviously prepared. Well, she's and shaking so, her head no. She's shaking her head no. <laughs> she's, no, she's not prepared. No, she's shaking her head no as far as that it wasn't as good as the first time. I'm my own worst critic. She's yeah, my own I worst critic. We all are. Right? Well, you know what? You can be anybody you want to be. Be the best version of yourself wherever right. you are. Right, yeah. I think you did an excellent job. I liked 
the family part of it. And you were born and raised here as well, right? Yes. So you're a lifelong Trentonian. Yes. And I think that gives you a broader view to some degree because you probably saw good parts, bad parts, in between parts and parts you don't ever want to see again. But that being said, if I may, I want to hear a little bit more. You know, there's so many rumors, there's so many stories about what happened and how it happened and and where it came from and who did what and, you know, who shot the sheriff. There's so much stuff. There's just so much stuff. I hear you talk about we. I want to hear you talk about you. I want you to tell me more about you in this podcast. There are thousands of voters listening. Here's your opportunity. This is this is a chance to talk to them about, do you plan to build nuclear weapons? I mean, talk to us. <laughs> is there anything you think Podcastia needs to know? I'm not a robot. I'm human. I can't just turn my feelings off and continue on with things. I'm not perfect, and I never pretended to be perfect. Frank, yeah, did I hear you say you were not perfect? Yes, you heard that. I never said I was perfect. No, and he's not. I can attest. Hey, she doesn't need any help from you. She's asking Frank a question. She'll, you'll get your turn in a minute. Unbelievable. Thank you, Christine. Don't encourage her. Thank you. All right, Josie, I'm sorry. Why are you asking me if I said I was perfect, by the way? Why would you bring me into this? Because Frank, you know, he tries to act so perfect, you know, and he goes to 7-Eleven and he does things. That's right. I got catfished. (laughs) (laughs) That was a low blow. That was a low blow. Hey, you can dish it out, baby. You got to take it. (laughs) All right. Moving right along, Josie, apologies. Go ahead. No worries. I was born and raised here, so I've seen a lot of things. I've been through a lot of things. We talked about last time with me being homeless and dealing with job loss and having to rebuild myself, dropping out of college time and time and time again, (laughs) and then eventually uh, getting my associate's degree and on my way to my bachelor's. Mm -hmm. Suffering from job loss due to economic issues, due to family issues, with not having support with my daughter when they were little. I've seen a lot of things and I understand the dilemma that a lot of young single mothers are in in the city and young people, period. I definitely want to put emphasis on black people because we are in a predominantly African-American community and we see a lot of the things that we suffer from, a lot of socioeconomic issues that hinder us in a lot of ways. So having to overcome some of those things myself and also having to get out of my own way as well. So that's something that a lot of us don't really talk about is being in our own way, hindering our own success, you know, making bad decisions or the wrong decisions or not knowing what the right decision is. I'm human. And once I am on that dais with the rest of the council members, that we may not always vote in the favor of some people. Like everyone is not going to be satisfied. And we've seen that over the years. Like we will do our best to make the right decisions that are in the best interest of the city but it may not be always what someone wants to hear or wants to see. I want to just say a little bit about myself personally. You know, I suffered through some things over time, lost jobs over racial discrimination. I was accused of shoplifting over racial discrimination twice in my life. Once when I was 18, I was actually at work and that was dropped. 
and it was just all a misunderstanding. During a shift change, someone was using a changing room, and then when I got there, the person still wasn't there. I was made aware. Another 20 minutes gone past. I put her things behind the cash register, and then the person at the cash register was being relieved. The person that they were replacing at the cash register didn't tell them that they put the person's belongings in the back within the security room. So oh, when okay. the person had came an hour later, which right. we suspected, she put on the store clothes and left. She left her like dirty, dingy clothes in the fitting room. Oh. And under her clothes was her purse. So I put her stuff behind the register. They moved it to the security room. Oh, so okay. when she came back with the store clothes on, she came back with security saying she couldn't find her purse. Pointed to me because I was in charge of the fitting room. I pointed to the register. It wasn't at the register. Mm -hmm. So I was taken to court. And Mm -hmm. I heard her say that that black girl right there stole my purse. When was this? I was 18. Oh, it was 17 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, oh, wow. this was right. this was like 2006 or seven or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was in my first year of college mm-hmm. at Mercer County College. I was wow. paying my own way through. Wow. And the funny thing is that was payday. Like I had got paid that day. It was no reason for me to steal her purse. So anywho, we went to court and I went there to defend myself and she didn't bother showing. Okay. So that was dismissed. So fast forwarding to about four years ago at this point, I was checking out of a store at the self-checkout and I scanned everything. Mm -hmm. And I turn around to walk away and security stops me with a a little girl. Well, now I want to call her a little girl. She had to have been like 17, 18. Right. Uh, that worked there. And the security said that I didn't pay for one of the items in my bag. So I handed him the receipt thinking I was just being checked at the door as they usually do right, right. Mm-hmm. to go out and then go, no, one of the items. And he said, no, how many of you come with me? I said, well, what is it? I'll pay for it. So they said, oh, well, you passed the points of entry. I said, well, I didn't leave the store. At least for hmm. loss prevention guys. Yeah, the loss yeah, prevention guys. The most guy. frustrated people on the planet. Yeah. So I'm like. No, I definitely scanned this box, and it had two barcodes. So they go, well, unfortunately, we have to write this up, and we have to call the police. And I said, oh, well, no. I'm offering to pay for this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, right. I work for Congress. I'm not going to jeopardize right. my job, my right. kids. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, embarrass, you know. So I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I will pay for this. Like, just let me pay for it. Here's my card. I got cash. Here's my ID. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so they didn't. So I went to court. I was about 15 minutes late because, mind you, I got daughters. I had to drop off at school. I had to go to court over it. Oh, so, you were 15 minutes late to yeah, court Yeah, I was 15 minutes that. late mm-hmm. to court to right. mm-hmm. defend myself. Right, mm-hmm. right. So um, when I got in there, they said the judge had already decided oh, guilty wow. and absentee. So I said, no, I called here and I yeah. said that I was on my way because I called because it had snowed the day before. Right. And we were just rescheduled from the month before due to a blizzard. So I called to make sure they were open. They answered the phone and said, okay, obviously you're open. My name is Jossie Edwards. I'm on my way. Please let them know. Like, I'll do, be just... 10, 15 minutes late, I had to get my daughters to school. The judge made his decision. They still allowed me to see. I said, can he still, is there any way? They said, well, we'll, he said he'll see you, but it's not going to change his decision because he already signed the paper. Oh, So I go in there and the Walmart representatives come in and they didn't allow them to talk. And he barely allowed me to talk, this judge. And so I'm like explaining what happened. I offered to pay for it and things like that. He says, well, you were late to court. 
I've already decided on this case. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I, from my understanding, the arresting officer said this was eligible for PTI. So he goes, well, this isn't eligible, and I've already closed this case. What's PTI? Pre-trial uh, intervention. Pre-trial inter- oh, intervention oh, okay. for a first-time offender. Right. I don't know what charges fit that description, but mm-hmm. when I looked it up, it was on the list of eligibility for it. So I was, I'm like, I can do community service in my sleep. It's what I do. Yeah, right. Right. It's what I do. But I'm like, I'm begging at this point. And he goes, oh, it's just a misdemeanor. You'll be fine. I said, it won't be fine. This is my life. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and he walks out. Wow. wow. So that's what happened to me. And at the time, I couldn't afford it an attorney Mm -hmm. you know um not with my salary with two girls Mm -hmm. so did it taint anything in your life where you you it didn't taint anything thankfully you know my boss is a person of second chances thank Mm -hmm. god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that could have destroyed my entire life absolutely Mm -hmm. that was right before covid i mean literally it was literally Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. the month before Mm -hmm. when it happened and then the month Later, we went into COVID, not knowing whether the world was shut down. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we were declared essential employees of the federal government. Mm -hmm. So that that really like saved my behind a lot. Mm -hmm. But it was a very, very scary situation, not knowing Mm -hmm. what the outcome was going to be. Yeah. I never really went public with it. Instead, I poured that passion and anger really into my advocacy for people that have mm-hmm. records for people returning from prison looking for second chances and that's where my work has <coughs> always been mm-hmm. but it it just made me go harder okay because there's a lot of people that get accused of things they didn't do every day and i know plenty of people in that same yes. boat tell yes. me about it frank is one of them <laughs> I have so many frank, dozens of, i've been arrested it, dozens of times not- you're not innocent, Frank. Hey, wait a second. He's not innocent, but he's not guilty. Casinos. I'm not guilty. Right, right. They don't say guilty or innocent. They say guilty or not guilty. Right. Nobody's innocent. Right. Frank got accused of uh, stalking someone. Right. And was arrested mm. at his job at the time. He was working at Wegmans. Twelve loved years it. ago. Twelve Did a years great ago. job. Got that yeah. high five all the time I got those high fives because he's yeah. like when he get like he was working in the cheese department so mm-hmm. he knew everything about cheese That's like right. he would just study it mm-hmm. and be recommending what cheese to buy and so he's a really good employee they they came in and did it in front of everybody there were five cops like arrested him arrested me in front wow. of everybody and <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what's going on? I'm like, For guys, what? Well, here's the thing. I thought they were like firemen. They shopped together. I, I'm like, I see these cops. I'm like, hey, guys. I'm thinking, are you guys having a party? I'll come with us. I'm like, come with you. What's going on? And then they put me in handcuffs. They put me. So we were in Pennsylvania at the time. Yes. Let me just tell the story real quick. Do a quick, a quick version. <laughs> this is not your moment. Yes, it is. So here's, okay. so here's what happened real quick. <laughs> 12 years ago, I got accused of stalking some woman that I never, I never, I don't even know who this woman is to this day. And we were in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the time. And I was supposedly at that time stalking some woman in my white van that I never owned in front of her job. At the end of the day, you, you could look it up on Google because I, I really don't care. I'm not running for office. I don't care. Right. So mm-hmm. the thing is, like, he understands what it's like to be wrongly yeah. accused. And the thing is, we also understand what it's like, how it turned your life into turmoil. Right. Because yeah. now you had, I had to post bail. And at the time, I didn't have it. Right. I didn't have that money to post bail. So he's sitting in jail. And I have to now call people. And yes. So, so there's a lot of people out oh. there who've been wrongly accused. 
and you get mm-hmm. frustrated because nobody mm-hmm. nobody's listening to you. And mm-hmm. like we weren't even in the state of New Jersey right. at the and time. And here, here's the best part: mm-hmm. when they showed her a picture of me, she's like, "Who's that?" Like she'd never saw me before in her life, wow. and she never didn't recognize me. I mean, nothing. Nina, nobody uh, broke that case. Yeah. Oh wow. But there, there's many well, other times we can talk mm-hmm. about. It, but like you said, Annette, this is not Frank's yeah. moment. And that was a similar moment. similar to you, where she was like, "Well, who's that?" Well, I. I was trying to get the girl that was attending to the self-checkout area to say something, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let her talk. I'm like, mm-hmm. she witnessed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know, I'm yeah. like, why didn't she come over to try to help me? Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, as a voter, mm-hmm. other than being co-host of the show, as a voter, my respect for you just skyrocketed. And yeah, I'll tell you why, because... That. We didn't ask you, hey, what, so we hear you got arrested. So what was that story? You just came out with it. And that, we love that. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. again, you're saying I'm not perfect. Things happen. Yeah, none of us are. But for you to just volunteer that information right, right. two, two mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. that you were arrested and that you were, you know. The mm-hmm. thing is, it's like people understand a past. People understand mm-hmm. mistakes. What I think people have trouble with is when you try and make it shady and hide it or deny mm-hmm. it. And it's like, and then it comes out and now you're backpedaling. It's like, just come clean. We can all have respect mm-hmm. for each other yeah. and say, yeah, we all screwed up. Right. And I all talk about us. it all the time. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I'm out there going door to door and people go, I can't vote. I can't. I got a record. And I'm like, and so do I. Mm-hmm. And I'm running for office. Right. To help people with records. And that's get, a great example. A that's a really great right. example. That's right. But, um, yeah. I think the larger story here mm-hmm. is how many people get accused of things right, right. and mm-hmm. nobody ever sees it through to the end to mm-hmm. see what actually happens mm-hmm. they just asked. take stories right and they run with them and right. jossie mm-hmm. i just want to thank you for your transparency yeah. mm-hmm. i want to thank you for sharing that because so many people get accused of things yeah. mm-hmm. that they haven't done right mm-hmm. And there are many times when the system and the odds are just against you. Mm-hmm. But don't ever be afraid to tell your story. So right. thank you for that. Yeah. I don't really ever be afraid that. to tell your yeah, story. And I, Frank, there's a pretrial intervention for you on the table. Just sign <laughs> it and we'll let you go. Well, I appreciate you all for providing a safe space for me to even feel comfortable with sharing that. Because it's not always a, a comfortable feeling to talk about anything that you've ever been through. Right. Whether it's getting in legal trouble or mm-hmm. even being right. homeless for that matter. Because mm-hmm. people don't really try to hear you out how did you get there how did you yeah. get through that right what happened what's the truth right you know and, and so that's what's important right mm-hmm. and so that's point, the important part right. it's in the campaign packet too so yes. it's not hidden it's not like a high yeah, yeah you get it well i agree with annette it's like you don't always hear the the, the end story you hear mm-hmm. the you see the headline but then you don't hear you don't see the story that ends up on page 28 yeah. oh by yeah. the way that you know didn't that right. wasn't really not to mention the people that bring it up they never go to the person and find out from the person that was accused right, right. they just want to oh, what would it. be the juice in that frank there I wouldn't know. be any juice in that it's it's cool. and people are always looking to poke the meat for juice right nobody's poking my meat for juice <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> forget it yes uh, moving moving right ahead yes, because there's six people in this race now and the three top vote getters have ponied up and the other three have ponied up all great candidates by the way however here's my nugget frank a slate simply means that people have shared the same ideas. Okay. 
Okay, I was going to ask It that. doesn't necessarily mean that if Frank, Annette, and Christina are on a slate, that you don't have other options. But that is a dream you team right there. vote for who you want to vote for. But that is a dream team right oh, there. No, I'm not getting on the same It's Christina and I. We, we can't what? keep you out because you have the combination in the key, but so we're not letting you on. Heartbeat. People typically slate because they share ideas about things they want to do. They do it in politics. They do it for business purposes. But you always, I want the community to know you have a choice. Right. Mm-hmm. You have a choice of who you vote for, why you vote for them, and how you vote for them. So and that's at the polls. So it doesn't mean because people choose to be on a slate with, let's say, two other people, oh, I've got to vote for all of them. Mm-mm. No. No. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. You get to choose who you want to vote right. for. They're just saying, mm-hmm. basically, we share, we share ideas. Gotcha. We share right. some ideas. Okay. And, okay. and I think I heard Jossie speak to it when she said, you know, we've been talking and we feel very strongly about this. Early on, she spoke about the other two people who are sharing slate with her. A slate is a group of ideas. Don't forget that, Podcastia. Mm-hmm. It's a group of ideas. You get to vote for who you want to vote for. Yeah, that is a common um, misconception because um, a lot of people do think when you see three people or even two people, because you um, or or let's take LD15 for example, Senator Turner, Assemblywoman Verlina Reynolds Jackson, and Assemblyman Anthony Vervelli. The three of them run on a slate together. They're on one, you know, campaign sign. They're on one piece of lit. Things of that. That nature. Mm-hmm. However, when you see them on the ballot, they are in three separate spots. You vote for them separately and you can vote for anybody else. Right. You know, if you wanted to vote for, you know, Verlina and not Varelli, and then you want to vote for someone in another party or whatever, you can pick and choose who you want. It's just that those three are running together and they're saying these are who we suggest as the dream team. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I just want to run this point home for a second. I want to make sure I'm understanding it. Mm-hmm. Three people are running together. Two sets of three people. So six people are running their own race, but they've teamed up in teams of three. Right. If I like Jossie, mm-hmm. I can vote for Jossie, but it's not like I have to vote for her team in order to get Jossie. Correct. Okay. Right. So I can vote for Jossie and I can vote for two other people, whether they're on that slate or not. Correct. All right. So I, was, I, got I, I think that's important because I think that's in, it's important that Podcastia understand right. even more that a slate is simply a group of people who share common ideas. Okay. Okay. That's what a slate is. Well, wouldn't Podcastia share- think that they all share ideas if they're running for at large? They they all share the same kind of ideas to run the city. I don't think so. No, we've had people not necessarily. On here no, that have had diametrically opposed ideas from other people. That oh, yeah, been, actually, yeah, yes. you're right. That's right. <laughs> I just so about it's that just person. you know, in 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 a slate, and it's on both sides because. There's six candidates and three three have grouped up here and three have grouped up here. Mm -hmm. And again, all great candidates. Mm -hmm. The point is, you get to choose who you vote for. The very fact that they're running on a slate, of course, you know, they're sharing ideas. Mm -hmm. But they run separately. When you get to the polls, they're not sharing a line. No. Gotcha. You get to vote for each individual person as you see fit Mm -hmm. and that's important and it's important because this is a democracy Mm -hmm. wow and slating up is not necessarily a bad idea of people sharing ideas Mm -hmm. it's okay to do that there's nothing wrong with that 
Okay. See, okay. we did that podcast. Yeah, we saved the nugget for last, <laughs> unlike the other shows where we did it first. Well, that's because you let me sing first, and that's then you right. cut the singing part out. And right. It'll be an hour and a half episode. That's why. The final question that I'd like to ask Jossie, in three sentences or less, what's the last thing you want to leave Podcastia with? Please do not take this election for granted. Remember to vote on January 24th, 2023 for three at-large candidates so that we can finally get this city back on track. Amen. Oh, I like that. That could fit on a t-shirt. I like that too. Yeah. yeah. Your right. vote matters. It does. One vote can make a difference. Yes, and it can. As crazy as that. it sounds. We've always said that and that and it's become a cliche, but it's not a cliche. Not anymore. It is so literal. Mm-hmm. Hey Podcastia, here's an interesting podcast that you might be interested in. It's Civics in Black and White. They just had a guest on, Eric Poe. He has interesting information about voting, about um, economics, about people in different economic levels and the power they have in their vote, regardless of their financial position. It's almost like the leveler of the playing field. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets that one vote, no matter where you are in the hierarchy of money. Mm-hmm. And that's power. Civics in Black and White can be found on the New Pod City Podcast Network under civics.newpodcity.com. So don't give up your power. I'm interested in that. I'm very interested in that because yeah. I have a group, the Leverage Group, LLC. Mm-hmm. And that's about helping people understand the power of their vote. Oh, I'm wow. way interested okay. in that because you should go listen to it. Mm-hmm. we've lost our leverage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Talking about the number of votes that you got. In a city of 85,000, that's not a lot. Like, it's yeah. it's a lot, but it's not a lot in the grand scheme of the right, city. Right, know? taking into account maybe half of them being adults, right, 18 and older. Mm-hmm. Okay. But either way, we have about 40,000 registered voters. Okay. And roughly 8,000 of them voted for at least one at-large candidate. Wow. So out of 9,200 people that voted in total, Mm -hmm. only 8,000 voted for at-large. So you need to take your power. Mm -hmm. Yes. Don't give up your power. Your vote is your voice. Mm -hmm. Your vote is your power. And it matters. It puts people in office. Those people make the laws for you on your behalf. You have the mayor who hires directors of the police department, fire department, mm-hmm. every department that we have. We had 10 of them. They appoint to boards that run this city. The Board of Education is appointed by the mayor. The mayor, the city council make up positions on the Board of Estimates. That's the the board that approves the budget for the Trenton Public School District or Trenton School District, period. Mm-hmm. So it's like those things are happen from the people that we elect in office. Right. Mm-hmm. Those people get into office because we do or don't vote them in. Right. So right. you want to pay attention to who's running, mm-hmm. what their interests and passions are. And then once they're in office, don't just leave and expect them to do the job. Right. You have to continue submitting your your voice to them mm-hmm. continuously, letting them know your roads, your streetlights, the schools, this public safety, that, or parks, this. Let them know what's going on because you are their eyes and ears in mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. You have seven city council members versus almost 90,000 residents. You can't expect them all to knock on your door right. all mm-hmm. year round. You have to meet them halfway. Mm-hmm. And that's what every legislator. However, we do want to put this out there. 
If you do win this seat, you have an open invitation to Trenton Waves to reach over 42,000 Trentonians with whatever it is you need to let them know. Now, she's allowed to do that, right, Annette, by herself? She allowed to do something like that? She is. She absolutely is. You can talk about the state of the at-large wards. Or you, you want to, yeah, if you have something you know. that's coming up that you really want to promote, right? You, or you know, you need to get it out there. You know, just let us know, and we'll we'll make it happen. I and you come on, that. and we make that that's available to cool. all the winners. Yes, of course. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> that's that. Cool. Thank you. Yes, I think that's the most important part is that community engagement. Exactly. Yeah, is you know getting out there using platforms like the ones you guys are providing. Right, and just remember that by the people. way for when uh, new parts need something. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. But I also do want to do a no shout quote, out quote. to Trenton Journal. They're another, uh, Absolutely. Uh, another yes. great. They're in the base camp building, Kenneth Miles. Kenneth Miles. Yes, we want to awesome. just promote anything that's sending out information for the people of this city. Yes, absolutely. Yes. He's doing a great job, Ken. Yes. And he uh, used the artwork, Con- the boxing ring with all the candidates. Congratulations nice. to you and much success in this new year. Annette, what do we got? We good? You like this one? I love this one. Well, with that, in the famous words of Mr. Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan. Until they get punched in the face. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.